1: Show podcast. for this the 28th of October 2022 uh Stevie in beautiful Grand Rapids Michigan is the biggest fan of my dog oatmeal and that's him right there and he isn't he, he rarely is here he he's the one that looks kind of like the sh- the blend between the German Shepherd and and the beagle. Hey O'Neill, hey buddy. Uh, yes, O'Neill. When we adopted him, his name is transformed to Oatmeal because my very young grandson could not say O'Neill, and refer for some reason and referred to him as Oatmeal. So that seems to have stuck. Uh, Daisy here too in the middle, the bulldog, and then uh. King Bruce uh Trevor is here he says I'm trying to sober up so I can make my way to the liquor store at 10 a.m to buy more beer I'm really in a slump LOL um I hope not and by the way you are going to be the focus of the show here all right because I I see what you've been up to this early morning already causing trouble. With our pal Free Beer. Holy shit. What are you doing? Even I know to leave the guy alone. Look, let me just get this out of the way. When all of this drama started, all right, being that I've got a real hard on for Free Beer to a point. I immediately sent him a text and I said, Hey, fuck you. You're an idiot. You deserve everything you get. And that comes from a place of anger, frankly. Um, But as time has passed, One week and two days since weird things started to develop, I have gotten a clearer picture. And I now wish I hadn't done that because I actually have a lot of sympathy to some degree. Uh, Based on conversations I had with people that will remain uh, not really talked about. Yeah, I got to be careful what I talk about these days. I don't want to get another one of these. But but so what I would say that this has had a yeah, I agree with you in all of the drama, but there's a whole history prior to that which makes me want to punch you in the stomach. But I'm willing to put all of that aside. To focus on a, uh, another, another source of trouble because I agree with you and how you feel about that trouble spot. You know, it's kind of like China may agree with the US uh, it, with regard to Russia, but f- fuck the Chinese, you know? All right. But Trevor reached out to Greg. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are you doing? This is how it unfolded. He, re- he posted this to my um, subreddit. Being sympathetic. I can't read this. I need glasses. Look at my glasses. Look at how crooked they sit on my face. Cause these are the shitty ones you get from like uh, uh Walmart. Look at, look at these things. <laughs> look at th- holy fucking shit. So let me start off by saying that I am not making any assumptions of statements towards any random Joe. He writes, this is all hypothetical based on my own opinion. So I was listening to the first hour of Freeburn and Alex this morning. And I was actually watching the webcam on a free trial account I have from over a year ago that never canceled out too many details. And he writes, let me just say, Greg looks like an absolute mess. He looks absolutely exhausted and he has never looked heavier. Well, okay. I mean, give him a break. Come on. First of all, we're all getting older. Second of all, his plate is full. He writes, I actually texted into the show saying what a wreck Greg looks like. What the fuck? And how he should take a nap when he gets home. Trevor writes, of course, when I referred to him as Boy Greg... I don't know. He knew it was me and responded with, oh, so you're back. After that is when I completely overstepped my bounds. Are you known to him? Have you done this um, before? Have you insulted him and you gotten in trouble or, or yelled at or something like that? I can't get past these crooked glasses. Have you, do you have a history of saying rude things or something like that? I proceeded to text into the show about how highly Eric thinks of Kelly and how good of a job she is doing as a stand-in third chair host. Well, to be clear, I said she's more than capable. Of uh, being the uh, content driver on that show, I haven't really listened to what's going on lately, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, no, I've I've made it known many times in the show that I think she uh, she is strong, very very strong talent. Got a lot going on there. Um, but 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 uh, stay good, stand in third chair, host, and of course, Greg could not respond to that. Uh, And neither could any of us, for that matter, because nobody can say how this is going to play out with this random Joe. It's all hypotheticals. By the way, Rig 625 says, someone send Eric some new shitty bifocals. No, don't send me anything. If anything shows up on my door, it's going back. Trevor who I guess has been a shit stir for quite some time with this crew writes, honestly, I couldn't stand Kelly when she first started on the show. I thought she was cringe worthy Eh, overuse of that word. Come on now. And with how strong she came on, but in this particular situation where she's desperately needed to carry the show, Kelly has come through in spades. Is that something you say come through in spades? Is that a mixed metaphor? Trevor says, I grew up in my teenage years and 20s listening to Eric on and Hot Wings and nothing short of that will ever be good enough for me. Oh, God. You sound like a stalker. You might want to dial that back a little. Like like, like you're a little too into it, you know? I love you, but... But given the situation that the current cast of FBHW are in, they really are trying hard. Not everything Kelly is saying is funny or even makes sense. Jesus. But it really is brave to make a strong effort to pick up the slack for the two old boys, Greg and Chris. Yeah. I don't know, Trev. Some of this seems a little sideways. I ro- Oh, man. Did you piss him off again? Have you been a regular texter that annoyed him in the past? I'm guessing he does need a break. And yeah, he probably does. Um. And then I'm like to myself, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have told him to go fuck himself at the start of this. But you know what? This whole thing between us, um, you know, it, it's, I, I don't think there's any going back anytime soon. Um, we both just don't like each other. Frankly, I can't believe we got along to work with each other. Um, for as long as we did. I think that that's kind of a miracle, but whatever. Um, in all of this, in all of this, I wish nothing but the best for the show. Um, I tend to have a, I try to, I mean, though I just indicated to you that I still have an ax to grind with Greg. Uh, I honestly, um, hope that this works out, um, the best for them and, um, you know, that's, that's that, uh, it would probably be a good idea for me to have a shorter memory and just fucking relax. I don't want to fight with people for the rest of my life, but, um, all right. I think they will be, uh, they will be just fine. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, A lot of people talking that Greg left the show early today. Um, Maybe we can get confirmation on that. Morning. I'll see cars without headlights on because they just forget. Mm -hmm. Turn it on and out when are talking about cars. Why Why don't they just come on automatically? I haven't had a car in 25 years where the lights didn't just come on at dusk. I, here, I don't have to worry about hmm. it. I don't even know how to turn on the headlights because you right? can override. I think we it. picked I mean, up like the show at a bad time. On if you're idling somewhere or whatever, you can manually shut them off, but they revert to automatic when you turn the car back on, and then you don't have to think about <sighs> Way it. Way too it's many on. details about headlights already.
2: care for though, hot about having automatic lights. I have the option to turn those off so I can turn my lights on and off as I get into the car. I don't like when I leave that, and I shut the car off that they don't automatically shut off. I hate that about automatic don't lights. shut off?
3: No. All right, I don't
1: love you guys. But are you guys really breaking probably. down headlights? I mean, what's going on here? It's usually make. a setting. though. No. So when
2: you walk away from your car, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know in 20 seconds that's going to shut off. But I have to stand there and watch it or otherwise I don't believe that they ever shut off on their own. Oh. I don't trust
1: Seems it. Like that's that's actually, yeah, that's a safety feature. So you have uh, illumination while you're walking in the dark to your... Apartment or home or business.
2: That is true. Spotlight's on me. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, we dive into the Free Bear and Hot Wings report. We've got tumbleweeds, tasers, and
1: trucks that are wedged.
2: You like how I did those three yeah. T's right there, didn't you? See yeah. I saw that. I saw that. That's coming up. It is the Free Bear and Hot Wings show.
1: All right, she's like, uh, she's driving a fucking bus, man. Motherfucker. Uh, people are suggesting, uh, Kenny get a timeout? What? All right. You get a lot of people on my show that are like, oh, my God, why do they listen to them? Look, you got to understand these people uh, uh, have listened to them for a long time and they it's it's comfortable. You know, I mean, that's why I think the show will be around forever. You have a huge comfort factor when you've gotten to the point where you're over the hump. You know, you can you can do that. So um, I I think that ultimately they will be uh, they'll be fine. And it's, I'll say that playing, I'm being fair here. You can't just go ahead and, uh, and judge a show and an entire day show or the entire career of a show based on you just flip on the radio and you happen to hear a conversation about headlights, relax, relax, put your pitchforks down. But I guess Greg left the show today about a half an hour, uh, an hour ago. Trevor says everyone in the chat saying Greg left the show early. I honestly didn't know anything about that. Obviously my text message didn't drive him to walk off his show. Something must have happened. Who knows? Who knows? There's a lot on everyone's plate. Who freaking knows? Um, but it's, uh, it's good that you're all here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that as O'Neill oatmeal steps down, uh, Rig six twenty five says she sounds like she's taking a double ender. You know, I use fucking serious What the fuck? Come on Holy shit. Uh the show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Balder Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. If you ever want to reach me, send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericszainshow.com. Yesterday, I sat here. All right. With a bowl of chili right there. Not a bowl, a crock pot full of chili right there. And every few minutes... I'd stir the chili. Absolutely critical time. That's when everything you've thrown into the chili, with each passing minute of heat, everything is blending together. Spices and juices are soaking into beans. What's in the beans is leaving the beans and going out into the chili. The onions, the garlic. Timeout. First time chat from RJ Sicko says, uh, Greg had to leave for a family emergency. I certainly hope everything is okay. Some of you are aware of what I'm about to tell you concerning the chili. This was for a chili competition for my daughter. When she reached out to me, she said, dad, can you make the chili? I said, why? She said, because work, Alro Plastics, is having a chili competition at lunch. And... Family members of employees are making chili, so you qualify. Would you make the chili? And I said, all right, well, you want to win, right? She says, yeah. I said, okay. As Nick, the electrician, says, I hope it ended up on the floor like Kevin in the office. Incredible scene. My God, was that funny. Corey says there's a boob joke in there about her working for a plastic company. Shut up. Well, I fucking won. I won. I destroyed the competition. I told everybody I was going to win, and I won. I won a new zip-up long sleeve, and I won $25. Just like I said I was going to do. The competition started at noon. I got there at 1158. No lie. Walking in with my crock pot. Set that thing down. They've got each individual employee. There's probably like, I don't know, 50 people there. Uh, They each get six cups with a little bit of chili in each cup. And with a number on the cup, I was five. All right. You take your uh, six cups back, you you sample each, you bring back the empty cups to prove that you tried them all, and then you cast your vote. I literally just dropped it off and left. Uh, Jackie says, you don't want to see how you did. I go, I can't. I got work to do. I've got to be so, in fact, I got to go let your dog out. Oh, okay. See ya. So I'm texting her. Where are we in the, uh... she goes, people are still sampling. I go, what does your gut tell you? And she goes, people are talking about number six. Number six is a good one. I go, all right, keep me posted. Then she texts me. She says, I just went into the break room. Everybody's finished their samples. And now they're all actually going and getting uh, more chili of the one that they like the most. She says, dad, I walked in there and there was a line for yours only. Everyone else, there was no one. It was just a line for yours. I go uh-oh. And she says then when I got to get some myself it was gone. Yours is fucking gone, dad. There's chili from the other ones, but not yours. I go uh-oh. Oh. And then uh the boss Schneider is getting ready to announce the big victory. And someone says, "Did Jackie win?" And he goes, "Jackie did not win." Jackie's dad won. Boom! Oh, I told you. It's chili science, man. I'm telling you. I said to Jackie, I go, what were the uh, other ones like? And she goes, four were spicy. And one was white. I go, well, I love white chili. In fact, I make the best white chili. My white chili is absolutely insane. The only thing better than my white chili is my red slaughter the turks chili, and though and it just depends on on who you uh, on on what your tastes are, frankly. But I knew that I was going to win that motherfucker. You can't just drop heat on a mouth. You gotta you gotta get it. Oh oh, this is a sweet. Ch- oh yep yep yowza yowza little bit of heat on there and sweet. And now it's all blending in a party in my mouth. Yes, that's how you do this. Okay? And if you just take all of my key secret ingredients and throw them in there and then 30 minutes later you serve it, you've failed. You've failed. Remember me taking the lid off and dumping the water? Every time I did that, About, I don't know, a little bit more than a teaspoon of water left the chili. Which means it's less diluted every time. More flavor. That's chili science. That is Slaughter the Turks, Eric Zane Show podcast, chili science there. Then all of the ingredients blending into various food sources that absorb flavor. Beef, beans, onions, And then the onions take, the onions take flavor and the onions give flavor. Meanwhile, the little bits of garlic are doing their garlic tricks. It's fucking insane. Oh my God. So let me just say now, for the third time that I have entered a food competition, I've won. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. go up and they stay there and they stay there and they stay there because all I do is win 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 it goes back to New Jersey when I was surrounded by all these greasy Italians at work and so and so uh Gervasi and so-and-so uh, Balboa and so-and-so this and so-and-so that they're like oh yeah yeah my, my sauce and meatballs my gravy and meatballs is the best yo and I'm like oh yeah how come cause I'm Italian yo I go yeah fuck you you don't know what the fuck you're doing hey yo you don't know what you're doing you're a fucking Armenian this is Jersey Town yo You don't know nothing. You're going down. So I sat there in my little, uh, my little thousand square foot house that cost $900,000. And, uh, I whipped up the very first batch of, uh, Eric Zane slaughter the Turks, Armenian meatballs and sauce. And it's not fucking gravy. It's sauce. And uh, I went in there and it was on the radio with Pat. I forgot her name. Pat something. She was some AM radio host. And uh, we had all sorts of chefs that were actually there to weigh in on those. And it was, uh, I'm like, this is in Princeton, New Jersey. It's a very, very wealthy community. And all these Italian restaurants and these uh, hoity-toity chefs are sampling them. And there's probably like 20 people competing in the damn thing. And it was legit on the radio. And uh, the line was, the chef says, well, we had some very, very, very bad entries, but a few good ones. And when they said, they, and now I knew I had good shit. When they announced third, I said, I won. There's no way I didn't win. And when they announced second, I was like, that just confirms it. And I knew it. I had my hands up. They said, Number one meatball, Eric Zade I'm like, yes, all these sick fuck Italians. Go murder your brothers and sisters, you mob fucks. Give me my trophy and suck my dick. Fucking got the fuck out of there. I won. I didn't know what the fuck I won. It didn't matter. Fast forward, Michigan, Henry Steffes, Chili Cook-Off, uh, VFW, Fonger Post, Uh, Right here on Wilson Avenue in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I hosted the thing. It was years ago. Same deal. We had listeners and uh, some of the group formerly known as Zaniacs were there. And so as this thing unfolded, the votes are coming back. And I want it. And Henry uh, says, uh, your first place was... You're red. Second place was your white. And I said, well, that can't be, I can't win my own contest. And he goes, okay, I'll just take third and won't tell anyone. I said, that's fine, man. Do it. And so he gave it to Andrea, who I think flavored it with vag juice. And, uh, I guess a lot of people liked it. it. Tasted like gas to me, but anyway, uh, so she probably is like, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. I won that chili cook-off of Eric over Eric Zane. I kicked his ass. you got the
4: big butt dick because I know you want
1: to, No, your chili was shit. Just like your uh, gross annual income. Uh, so that's enough of that. I kicked her ass, too. So I won that one, and then I won this one. No one has touched me on chili or meatballs. I am the best, period. Travis says, Eric kept stirring the chili periodically throughout the show with so much pride, and I was thinking there's no way in hell this old fool that we love so dearly is going to win that chili cook-off, LOL. No, no, no. I'm telling you, man, I know what's up when it comes to these types of foods. I slaughter I crush, I rule, I'm the fucking best. So much so that I spent a considerable amount of time uh, on the internet yesterday looking up legit competitions. They used to do one at the Bob. Chili brews and blues or some shit like that. And you had chefs from actual restaurants competing. I want in, man. I want in as an independent. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to enter a white and I'm going to enter a red and I will fuck you up. My chili rules better than everybody else's. So then I'm sitting there like, okay, all right, here you go. Well, there's one in Ann Arbor. Oh fuck. It's like a charity though. No charity shit. I don't want any charity. I want to win, take the money. Give everybody the finger, flip the pot on the ground, and walk out. That's what I want to do. Because if you do like a charity one, oh, yeah, this one's raising money for Bobby's new leg braces. Uh, Top price is $50. They expect you to give the money back for Bobby's stupid leg braces. Bullshit! I want the cheddar! Trevor says, uh, legit, congrats, Eric. You came through for your kid. No, I didn't do this for my kid. I did this for me. All me. Screw the kid. It's not about the kid. It is all about me. Number freaking one. No one beats me in any type of competition when it comes to food. I rule." Jackie says, Dad, you won $30. I go, all right, bring me my money and clean my crock pot. Hurry up. She says, I owe someone five bucks. Can I take that? I go, "Ah, whatever. Just bring my money. Jesus. I am so stoked about this. So if you know, if you hear of any uh, chili competitions anywhere, I want in. Now, I'm looking for... The bottom line. How long does it take? Like, if it's re- real far away and it's going to cost me more in gas to get there than the actual and in, and in uh, ingredients and the actual price, I don't know, man. I got to make some money on this deal. And let me just say this if you have in your possession uh, my that I've linked up, the Slaughter of the Turks, Eric Zane Show podcast, Armenian Chili. Yes, that's true that that is not my recipe. Someone else came up with the recipe. The only thing, though, that that recipe does not provide is me. So unless you have add one Eric Zane to that recipe, you will not have the success that I had. And let me also say that I am never, ever going to share that recipe again. I'm done. I think I might be able to do this as a career going forward because as soon as this podcasting thing dries up, fuck it, I'm making chili and meatballs. All right? Well, there you go. That is officially the end of the epic Eric Zane Show Podcast, Slaughter the Turks, Armenian Sweet Heat, Chili Domination Story Arc. Until the next time, a competition opens up. Yesterday, Ben and I sat down for another round of Who Are These Zanes? Episode 002. Hold on a second here. If Megan says, check your email, that means check your email. If Kenny says, check your email, that means ignore your email. But if Megan says, check your email, that means check your email.
5: Um,
1: Checking, checking. What are you doing? What's going on? Here? I want to send you this. Wait a minute. I want to send you this, but I will not. A uh, It is a utensil that it's a high-tech automatic uh, pan stirrer. No, thank you. I appreciate the thought, but I'm not changing anything. I cannot have an automatic pan stirrer. I need just human power. That is very, very sweet, but and I appreciate it, but no. And even if I did need it, if you sent it, I'd send it back. No packages accepted. That is my firm policy. Anyway, so last night, Ben and I. Who are these Zanes? Show number two. It was a continuation from week one. We had so much success with the first, uh, 30 minutes worth that we continued on in like in episode number two. All right. So I'm going to give you a little sample of it and you need to know that on tonight, well, Saturday at midnight, episode two of who are these Zanes drops. Uh, I made the point on the Patreon episode with Ben of who are these Zanes that, um, there's more, I have more material in my possession from different eras of Eric Zane radio than I can uh, utilize in this lifetime. I will die before we get all of this done. There's no way I've got stuff from Joe and the poor boy. I've got stuff from when I was a rock radio DJ on the same radio station. i in the attitude era of radio when you just scream at people and, act like an asshole and play Metallica song and ugly kid Joe and shit like that. I got stuff from Knoxville, Tennessee. I've got free beer and hot wing stuff from uh, old demo tapes that I'm going to put together. Uh, but Holy shit. But this is from seven to midnight. The show, the poor boy at night was what I called it. Eric poor boy Zane with my, uh, radio partner, Cecil with a Y, the character that I did here in this clip, um, the movie, the Bronx tale was, was just coming out October 1st, 1993 is when this is from. And, uh, it's a uh, radio trailer. You got to see the Bronx tale starring Chaz Palmentary and Robert De Niro. The commercial ends. I'm supposed to start talking. So I'm talking out of the commercial and then it's time to break down the weather. And then it's time to play a game called backspin where you play uh, like a song backwards And then the audience has to guess what song it is. You know? Here you go. Audio check. From tomorrow's brand new episode 2 edition of Who Are These Zanes on my Patreon. A Bronx Tale, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Now playing at theaters everywhere. Hey, Paisan, WKQZ, Midland Weather. We might see a shower tonight, a low of 35. The... A paisan. I guess, I don't know. I felt the need to make fun of Italians because it's a movie about mob guys. I don't know. And then I'm floored at the fact that in Michigan, uh, one of the coldest states uh, in the United States, that in October, the temperature could drop to 35 degrees. You know, if it stays like this, it's going to be like minus 50 in the dead of winter. Tomorrow, partly sunny. <laughs> And cool, uh, getting up to 48. And for Sunday, uh, need I remind you, this is only like the beginning of October. Sunday, a high of 45, maybe some showers. Folks, let's play backspin now. I got them. You want them. Tickets for fight night at the palace. These are big, you know? They weren't. They're not big at all. So give me a call, number 10, 695 5100. And if you can correctly identify tonight's backspin. <laughs> Anybody know what song that is? Oh, that's real tough, poor boy. That's my character, Cecil with a Y, talking to Eric Zane. It's one of those songs that sounds the same forward as it does backwards. Well, we want him to win. C ninety three with Mellencamp. Give us a call, and you're the winner. That's right. Look got Camp. Um, I had just turned twenty three, like two months prior. Well, three months prior. Not even 23 year old Eric. Zayde, Eric poor boy Anybody know what song that was? Okay. Nick got it. Blind melon. Do You know the name of it. You'd have to get the name of the song in order to win the fucking fight night tickets. Okay. You can't just say blind melon. Yeah, you got it. No rain. Great song. Shannon Hoon, lead singer of that band out of the great state of Indiana. Gone too soon. uh, Heroin always kills the the top performers. Why can't it kill like some of the not so good performers? Jesus. All right. So that is just a little bit of uh, who are these Zanes for this week. My favorite thing about who are these Zanes is Ben's reaction to the shit that happens when I'm talking. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, my God. All right, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That is uh, part of the membership, the subscription that you get on Patreon. Okay, thank you if you've been enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. This is where I I say goodbye to you. And if you're watching live or the replay of this on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, you're like, oh, well, this is where it ends. I don't get to see anymore or hear anymore. No, that's not true at all. Just log on twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app. Okay. And um, then go to Eric Zane live. Can't miss it. If you're on the app or just go to online twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And hit the follow button. Give yourself a username and you can listen to the whole show and then you can or watch and, and listen to the whole show and and dump Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, because that's where the show is uninterrupted live every day at about the same time. And, of course, you can, as always, uh, hear the show on demand wherever you download shows. Eric Zane Show Podcast. I have a website, ericzaneshow.com. Actually, before I kick you out, Wanted to show you this. All right. It is a um, Twitter dialogue between NFL analyst, former quarterback of the Detroit Lions, Dan Orlovsky. Speaking of Twitch, Dan Orlovsky gets into a spat with Twitch. Thank you to Chris D for sending this along. Um, Dan Orlovsky tweeted out and Dan Orlovsky's known. He's the guy who prior to <clears throat> someone doing this this year, he was the guy who um, uh, he was backed up in his own end zone for the lions. And he got the ball. And while he's looking for the open receiver ran out of bounds, causing a safety Two points for the Minnesota Vikings. Dan Orlovsky wrote, anyone with a bigger brain than me uh, know how I can watch Thursday night football on Prime while in London. Some audience member of his, one of his followers wrote, Twitch and just search Prime video. Dan wrote, what the fuck is Twitch. Or what WTH or WTF is Twitch. Twitch responded with, what the hell is this? With a still shot of him running out of bounds, scoring two points for the Vikings. Holy shit. That was incredible. This is the actual moment right here. Look at, he's like, oh yeah. Snap me the ball. Snap me the, oh, you can't see it. Hold on, you can't. You guy didn't do audio check, video check. It doesn't matter. Well, you get the idea. Or maybe you can see it. I don't even know. I guess you can. (laughs) So he's like, what the hell is Twitch? And they're like, yeah, what the hell is this, asshole? What a moment this was. Jesus. Look at, he's so out of bounds. He's still like looking for the open receiver. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. I get it. Shit. Fuck. Idiot. And of course that happened. When he played for the Lions. My God. First time chat from COFY Pro. Hello. Welcome that you, I'm uh, glad that you are here. Welcome to you. Where else did he play? Who knows? Um, if you follow the Detroit lions and not everybody does here, since the show kind of goes everywhere and whatever, I guess a lot of people from Michigan listen. Uh, but we're getting to the point in, uh, the tenure of Dan Campbell, who is one and five after start after last year going three 13 and one where like the owner has to come out and say, Oh yeah, we love where the team's going. Like uh the old vote of confidence, which is the first indicator that there is not a vote of confidence. And that God, this is such a bummer because I love Dan Campbell. That guy makes he's just terrific. Oh my god. And the players love him. He's doing up downs and uh but they suck. Jesus Christ. So now uh a lady who runs a team—I forget her name. I think she's the daughter of, uh, her granddaughter or the great granddaughter of Henry Ford. She's making the announcement that, oh yeah, he is—he's a dream. Every he's, he's here forever. We have no problem with him, which means she hates him, and she's going to fire him. So. Right now, in Dan Campbell's career, four wins, 18 losses, and a tie. He needs nine more losses to break the record of futility set by Marty morninweg Remember that name? Who went 5-27 and 27 before they finally broomed him. If he starts out 4-27-1, you cannot keep it there is no way how is it that they suck so bad how how can it every single coach that comes through there gets chewed up spit out and they they just they just fade away into oblivion how my god oh fucking great jesus christ I have on my fantasy team, and I don't know who the hell I'm playing this week. I, I I mean, I don't know who's behind this opponent or who the actual real person is, but I was a little concerned, all right, because the guy I took on yesterday had Tom Brady at his quarter, as his quarterback, who I guess kind of did all right, but uh, the Bucs lost, and uh, the Ravens beat them last night, and um, Isaiah likely... And some guy named K. Drake both play for the Ravens. And they both had touchdowns. So I got a ton of points from like shitty dudes who I don't expect to get any points from. Like this likely guy, the tight end. He's only good for, uh, hang on. He's only good for like 3.3 points a game. He got 19.7 last night. Fuck you. And then this K. Drake, I don't know what his first name is. I was, I was only counting on 4.4 points for him. He ran it off 16.7. Fucking games haven't even started this weekend. Yes. Okay. All right, now I'm officially kicking everybody from Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube off. You guys have a good one. Go to Twitch and sign up. Twitch and Facebook, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids, Hybrid, and EV. They want to have a chili cook-off. We were supposed to do one last year, and COVID wrecked that. I think some of you actually made chili for it. Um, Amanda made chili for it, and uh, Rainbow Flag Jeremy made chili for it, and uh, we canceled it because out of an an abundance of caution and rainbow flag. Jeremy says, well, what am I going to do with all this chili? I go, what the fuck? I don't know. Eat it. The hell Uh, go donate it. it. There's a pandemic going on. That might've been even more than a year ago. That might've been two years ago. I don't remember. It's all a blur to me, but I think I'm going to start charging for my appearances. So, if you want me actually there to cook, which would then draw other people who want a shot at, at the King at the champion. So there's value in that. So if you want to hire me to actually be, okay, this is how it is. You invite me to your chili cook off. It benefits a local child with a brain tumor. Hypothetical. Um, It's $5,000 to get me to go. And then uh, I will compete. And if I win, I am not giving any money for the charity. Okay? I am uh, actually there, and I'm helping raise money because of my appearance. I am so giving that me being there, blessing you all with my presence, will help raise money for the sick child. So that is how I am giving back to the community. I am basically just showing up. And I will do that for $5,000. I'm just letting you know that I am um, I'm not taking my skills lightly. And you should not take me as a treasure to the community for granted. All right. I'm getting some other ideas and thoughts about chili. Uh, Let's see. Sanction that shit. Minimum of 30 chilies for me to be impressed with an Eric Zane show win. Well, look, all I can tell you is um, every time I've entered any type of these contests, I've won. Doesn't matter if it's five or six chilies or 30 meatball dishes or what. You know, you cannot argue with the unblemished record three and oh. Kenny finally gets in something worthy of reading, writes, God, I wish I had a timeout button. You see, now that's funny. And if you look prior to that, Kenny, there's not a lot of your comments prior to that one that was actually a decent comment. What does that tell you? you're starting to learn. You're starting to discern what is actually a usable bit of content on the chat. Congratulations. Now don't take me talking to you directly as another reason to write something else. Discern. Is this worthy? Kenny says rig 625 has told us 37 times. He's not impressed by your chili win. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what you think I should have a timeout for. Rig 625. Okay. Well, maybe I misunderstood, but that's okay. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three in one. Triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search EUFY Video Lock. That's EUFY Video Lock or visit. Eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy video lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible It will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full 3-in-1 triple security with Eufy All right. Let's see where the open and live stream of this show brought to you by Bennett Flooring Installation 616-318-0167 if you want flooring installed in your home uh, professionally at the most affordable rate with a local sponsor who's working very very hard to make an aim for himself, you got to call on Jacob Bennett from Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan, that's who you call. Uh, You're encouraged to rip up the old stuff on your own. That'll save you a lot of money. Or if you want, you can get a full service treatment from Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. The flooring that I want you to purchase. Consider saving the most money possible in the state of Michigan. This is what I mean. If you are 40 miles away, it is worth it to go to Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. Now, you need to get eyes on the inventory. What do they have available? And it's a lot. Every type of flooring under the sun. Carpet, all different types of carpets. Hardwood, laminates, ceramic, vinyl plank, waterproof, kid-proof, pet-proof, chili-proof. They have it all in this enormous warehouse on Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan. Right behind Little Caesars, Johnson Carpet Discount Outlet. Johnson Carpet Discount Outlet. Ugly beige building, small red sign behind Little Caesars. They buy so much flooring from the major manufacturers, the best-selling styles, that they get them for a cheaper price and they pass the savings on to you. So they could buy like uh, what appears to be a year's worth of flooring that would sell. It's going to all sell. They buy it at a lower price and price it lower and then just let the pile dwindle down as you buy it up. That's how they do it. Now, down the street at the main showroom, a little bit different ballgame. But we're not talking about that. That's a lot of stuff like, oh, no, I want that specific flooring. Can you order that? Of course. Sure, you can do that, too. But go to the discount outlet first. Cheapest price in the state of Michigan. And when you walk in, say my name. Say my name. You're Heisenberg, you're goddamn Right. And you'll save 10% at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you to Bosco's Pub. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Go there for the burgers, the atmosphere, the smiles, the stiff drinks, the cold draft beer, the cold bottled beer. They have it all. No Russian vodka. The best burgers in all of West Michigan, I promise you. I'm partial to the Olive Burger, and I'm partial to the Luigi Burger. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Don't go anywhere. I need to go tinkle. Rick from TC Paintball is going to join us in just a minute. Okay? But I got to go potty. I just can't take it. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Daisy, if you notice, I started to pet her there. Kind of like, get the fuck off of me. Get the fuck off of me. The dog is, uh, is a handful. Yeah, she gets ticked off if you like pet her too much. Kind of like, okay, enough, enough. Okay, I get it. You know what happened to that dog? My neighbor, he moved away, but he lives down the street. Uh, Gotta forget that fucker's name. He had a dog named Wiley. And I made the mistake of trying to introduce... Uh, O'Neal and Daisy and maybe Bruce. No, I don't think it was Bruce. I don't think he was around. To Wiley. Like, here, let's go. And the dog had a pissed off look on his face, Wiley. And Wiley attacked Daisy. didn't hurt her, but he did attack her. And I tried to pull the dogs away, and I turned around, and I actually ran Looney Tunes style into a tree. And it made the boom in my head. It made that noise. You know, I ran into the damn tree Looney Tune style. O'Neal's trying to play with uh, Wiley as Wiley attacks Daisy. I get the dogs away and finally made it home. And I am not kidding you. Daisy has not been the same ever since. I think uh, that, and I and I read that that does happen. You can uh, traumatize a dog, and then they become dog aggressive at that point. You can fuck them up, you know. It's like some type of PTSD, something like that going on. Um, so now she's just kind of like she used to be really, really lovey, and now she's kind of like, yeah, eat shit. It's not, it's not like overly bad. She's just kind of. It, it changed her. It actually made her dog aggressive. Like if there's another dog, she kind of looks at him like, I'm going to kick your ass. That's why she got into that. Remember she got into that fight with uh, Kira, that other adoption we had? And then um, I they were actually fighting, and I, I got in between them, and Daisy bit me. God, did that hurt. That was a helpless feeling. Let's bring in Rick from TC Paintball for Trigger Time with Rick. Good morning, Eric. Zane. Hey, Rick, how are you, buddy? I am excellent. How are you today? Never better. It's been uh it's been a week since we last spoke. You had a remarkable appearance last week on the show. We had a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh and still uh, much of the same. How how are you, Rick? I'm good but I think we only talked about one thing last week. We did. But we, I agree. It was remarkable. We talked about a hypo- uh, hypothetical situation. It was all uh controversy, he said she said. Uh, uh all allegedly of course, right? Uh
3: all allegedly of course. Yeah, we can't can't name names.
1: Yes, yes. Um all right. Question. Uh are you impressed that I won the chili cook-off?
3: Well, I mean, you told us you were gonna. <laughs> uh, did, did, did you not expect it?
1: No, I kind of knew, Rick. I kind of knew that it was gonna happen. I kind of knew. I,
3: uh, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm also a little, uh, um, uh, a little envious uh, to be to have such a understanding of how those things go together like that that's something that's uh i've never really been interested in until my 30s as far as cooking and nutrition and putting flavors together that work and it intrigues me now
1: chili science rick chili science Um, food science in general indeed indeed you need like a degree and uh i I need a class yes hey rick um as busy as you are at tc paintball uh we're still uh, in a holding pattern for axe throwing correct yeah, so uh,
3: like I told you before, it was a couple projects away. One of those big projects was replacing the indoor indoor roof netting uh, on my indoor field. I, I had black roof netting. I've uh, purchased some used uh, white roof netting that I replaced most of the indoor roof netting with, and that was one of the big projects I needed to get out of the way before I could get to actual. and I have completed that project, so I'm a step closer.
1: Rick, I want to tell, I want to talk to you because. I'm getting the impression that your, uh, uh, oldest child, your son, that you're, that you might be grooming him for success in the paintball industry when he, uh, uh enters adulthood.
3: Yeah, there's some truth to that. Um, I think it's a good place to learn business and, uh, marketing, um, and, you know, just kind of see the ebb and flow of things from, you know, kind of the back room all the way through, you know, the customer experience. So I, I, I don't know if I want him to take it over someday. Um I, I don't know if I want to wish that on him, but I, I am gonna use it for some experience for him to sure, get some real world experience
1: sure. going forward. Okay. I bring that up and during paintball last week, okay. I um there was a, there was a few young kids and then, so uh, I was in the village, and some little kid came running by, and I shot him about a hundred times. And then, to my right, there was another young kid, and I shot him like three hundred times. And the kid was going, "I'm out, I'm out, I'm out." And then I'm like, "How come that kid does not have a gun?" And it was your son who wasn't even participating.
3: Yeah, he was just out there reffing. He's trying. He plays a uh, kids' league on Wednesdays. And uh, he's always costing me money with paintball. So I told him he's got he's to do a little work to pay them well, off. So he's out there fulfilling his obligation. He needs and, to wear uh, a yellow
1: penny. Why did, wasn't he wearing a yellow penny? He, he's got his own jersey
3: with his name on it. He likes to wear that. So well, yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, he probably should have had something oh. more high-vis so he didn't look like one of the players.
1: I thought for sure he was someone. And I felt so good about that, too. I was like, oh, yeah, that little fucker. And then I'm like, wait a minute. that was That kid wasn't even playing. That was Rick's son. <laughs> oh. he's tough he can take it well he's not very tough but he's getting tougher he's um his um as your son he's getting to the point where um it'll be like just a few months that i see him like maybe he, he i'll see him one time and then the next paintball event i don't see him and then i see him the next time so you might get three four months before i see him he's changing dramatically like physically is, growing taller face structure changing becoming a man becoming a young man it's, it's remarkable to see that he's
3: almost 11 years old i'm five foot eight uh he's five foot two and there's no slowing down in his future he uh he is shooting up like a weed and it's starting to piss me off
1: um someone just asked what does tc stand for um, loosely see when I first
3: started this business, I partnered with, uh, a, a TC paintball out of Traverse city, Michigan. Um, so loosely it's Traverse city, but not, uh, not specifically, um, we just use it as branding.
1: And there are other businesses in other parts of the state that use TC. Yes.
3: Yeah. So long story short, uh, or maybe long story, medium length, uh, my partner who I originally opened with started the the Traverse city location. He has since sold it. So there's another uh, individual that owns the Traverse city location of TC paintball. Um, we work together as far as some branding and some bulk buying, but they're separate businesses. And then there's a TC paintball in Lansing that I am half owner of. So I own grand Rapids, 100% and I own 50% of Lansing.
1: All right, Rick, I want to move on to some news of the day. The big one is, uh, Herschel Walker After the first deal where the chick said, oh, yeah, he bought me an abortion. And he said, no. And then he turned around and said, I don't even know her. And then she said, well, no, yeah, you do. Because uh, this child here is yours. You wanted me to abort this one, too. And this is your kid. And he goes, oh, oh, okay." So that's a little weird. And then he said, but no, I didn't pay for an abortion. And then another chick comes out and says, oh, yeah, 1993. He wanted to get me an abortion, too. So this is uh, becoming a regular thing. What are your thoughts on this?
3: First of all, I've always been a football fan. I'm a big Herschel Walker fan on the football field. Um, now, that translates to me being other a fan of other individuals on the field. But when they leave the field to play, I'm sometimes no longer a fan of their actions. And I think this is, a, this is one of them. I think Herschel Walker is a good example of somebody that grew up without the Internet and doesn't really realize that. You can't lie like you could you could before 30 years ago or 40 years ago. You can't lie like that anymore because that shit's out there. I mean, kids obviously are out there, but you, you, a lot of people lie about things they, they did and said, thinking that it's in the past and no one's going to find out. And with the internet, there's nothing that's too far away that you can't find it out.
1: I was talking about this on the Ben and Eric show last night. Okay, so the first one happened in the uh, first part of this millennium, like, I don't know, 2004, 2005, something like that with the the first story and then the second one goes back to 1993 and here we are in 2022 why is it so ridiculous it's it's not ridiculous I think it's fine if Herschel Walker when this all comes out he just says oh yeah well back then I I loved abortion I was a fan of abortion and (laughs) and now I'm not so what I mean people change their minds all the time right well, they do, but, I mean, that's how the political game is
3: played, and that's why I don't choose to subscribe to it all that much. They're all full of shit. You know, shit. If you trust any politician, you know, you go back in their history, and they have said things to contradict themselves um, almost as a rule, it seems. So it, it's like, you know, they, they have to say what they think is going to get them the most attention and the most support, and, you know, a lot of it is contradictory to what they used to believe. It's, it's a lot of bullshit.
1: Well, you know... You say that it's politics, but I think that they just assume that that's politics. I think it would be refreshing if they actually just said, yeah, so what? You know, uh, because it was so long ago and people do change their minds. I think that once you once you admit it and disarm them, they've got nothing. Well, isn't that how, uh,
3: you know, some people deal with the cancel culture? Like, yeah, I said it. So what? You know, they, they kind of become uncancelable when they do, when they, when they take that approach and they kind of disarm the people that are attacking them. I, a little know, bit, I think I, I, I agree. I think that that is refreshing where it's like, you know what, I, I'm a a, a a flawed human that's made mistakes and you know, I made a mistake in the past and so have you and let's move on.
1: Yeah. Cause it seems to take too long when you just go away. Like uh, Morgan Wallen, remember Morgan Wallen the country singer who got caught on the ring cam dropping the N word. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him, but I remember the story now. Now he's back. Everybody loves him again. It took a, lo- a little while, but he should have said, Oh, yeah, I call everybody that.
3: <laughs> you got to, you know, to do that, you kind of got to fade into the bushes like Homer Simpson and then reemerge at a later time when the focus has shifted, right?
1: Yeah. Kyle Larson did that. He was the NASCAR driver and he was playing the video game during the uh, uh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. He called somebody an N word on the stream. <laughs> yep. Holy shit. That's great. All right. Moving on. A radio DJ is dead. Did you see this one, Rick? I did. And my only question is, what song was he playing? Oh, my God. I hope. uh, What could it be? I mean, uh, maybe uh, uh, something about death. I don't know. Uh, don't I was
3: hoping that you'd have one on the down the tip of your tongue. I tried all morning to think of, you know, what the perfect song in that situation would be, and I can't, I can't think of it. I, can't, I got there's it. There's something out there. I there's got a it. The joke just kind of hanging, but I can't, I can't pull it off the tree.
1: A DJ in England, Tim Go, uh, died while a song was playing. Like they found him dead uh, in the studio. The joke is, don't fear the reaper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. (laughs) Thanks, Linda. That's awesome. Holy shit. Um, The (laughs) the station which launched. Okay, so I guess the guy was doing it from home. So it could be like similar to what I do here. But I'm looking at his studio. It looks sweet. Um, Yeah, that's what what
3: the article said. Now, I want to ask you. So, you know, you get a a, a long career. um, you, You go for a while. You've got certain accolades and accomplishments. You know, your family's taken care of. Is this how you'd want to go? Just right in the middle of doing your shtick, you know, maybe yelling at Kenny, and then all of a sudden the big one hits.
1: Well, yeah, tell you what, it uh, it would be really burned into uh, the world, and the and the digital imprint would be forever. That's for damn sure. Um, and I'm guessing a lot of people would watch it. So I mean, if that's the only died doing what he loves, uh, t- <laughs> trying to get people to pay attention to him, I guess that would work. So. Or maybe soliciting a new sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> soliciting, you know, I mean, frankly, um, I I really need to turn, uh, like, my physical studio, I need to turn it around. Okay? Like, I need to be facing the door. Because right now, someone could easily just come in here and just shoot a bolt from a crossbow it through my head, and I wouldn't have any idea, and you all would see it, and it would probably traumatize everybody. No, 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 you you misinterpreted what I said. I said you need to turn your career around. Oh, of course. That too. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, Rick. I think this yeah, is I, don't the, think so either. I think I think I don't you think know, we got too much data. Yeah, there's there's just too much to keep, you know. Uh, I God knows I've tried. God knows I've tried. <laughs> Um, okay. Now you told me that you've got big things going on tournament wise with TC paintball. It's, is this the last hurrah for Rick?
3: Uh, you know, it it just might be, I'm, uh, I'm over 20 years into it. We've, uh, we've reached a peak and we've been playing like shit lately and, uh, my body's failing me and I just don't have the time I used to anymore. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm going into this World Cup. I haven't played all year because I've been focusing on coaching. I told my guys I'm playing this year, this uh, this event, and if it's the last one, it's the last one. Um, I'm still always going to be involved. I mean, my kid's going to be up there playing at that level someday, hopefully, and hopefully I'll be coaching him. Um, hopefully, my guys continue to play. I want to continue the team. I just don't know if it's in the cards for me anymore. I know I can't do as many events events next year personally. Um, so I, maybe the writing's on the wall. Maybe this uh, this knee issue I've been having is a is a
1: yeah, uh, maybe a a year of rehab. Um, no, no, nothing that would um, hurt the knee anymore. And then come back. Is there a senior circuit? Is there? Is that a? Is that you know make like even just for fun?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. There's uh, there's some masters. They call it masters league or or some masters type things that uh, I could get involved in. Um, There's opportunities out there, but a lot of it has to do, I mean, part of it's my failing body. Um, Part of it is just time. Uh, We we, we travel for these, um, what we call a big game, which is a big scenario game. It's not a tournament. It's kind of like a a war reenactment. And we travel to a bunch of these to vend and sell a bunch of products. And those are really lucrative for us. And I need to do more of those. And every time I'm on the road, it's like I have to justify being on the road. I can't do it just to play. I got to do it to go out and make money. So I want to do more of those and really focus on, you know, making as much money as i can make and if i can't play as much paintball because of it then that's just the way life goes
1: on wednesday you said you have little league and teen league right yes that's correct and ladies is starting up soon um i i'm i'm uh my original goal is to get the ladies'
3: league restarted in November, but because I'm going to be gone the first couple of weeks in of November, I think I'm going to push that back to uh, December and restart the ladies' leagues. Um, all my ladies, all my regular ladies that had been playing in my previous leagues are still playing paintball. In fact, they've already kind of evolved uh, forward to become real tournament players, so they're playing like with the other tournament players and whatnot. They don't need to be sheltered by the women's league. So um, my goal is to get those ladies to help me out to repromote the ladies leagues and bring more ladies in, uh, just to kind of get them, you know, a new, you know, fresh blood out there playing paintball and letting them enjoy it a little bit. So I think I'm going to, uh, shoot for December, uh, to get that going again.
1: I don't know if you want to use fresh blood when talking about the ladies league. (laughs) That might not have been the best choice of words. Have you, have you ever uh, done the ladies league and two chicks started a a lesbian relationship?
3: No, no, I didn't, but there's, there's a, you know, we we call barrel socks or barrel blockers the things we put on the end of the barrel. We call them socks. Yeah. I do remember one ladies' league that we did ten years ago or so. That we were walking on the field, and I was giving the ladies instruction, and I said, "Okay, ladies, you can take your socks off now." And, and one of the girls was not familiar with paintball and our terminology. She literally took her shoes off and oh. started pulling her socks
1: oh, off because no. she
3: thought that was the next step.
1: Oh God! <laughs> you should have shot her right there. <laughs> It's great. I would have loved it, though. I would have wanted to see her feet.
3: I'm sure you would have. She was not a senior, though. She was uh, she was a young lady, so I don't know if that would do All it right. for you.
1: Okay, Rick. Uh, as always, I appreciate you. Uh, one final question. Has anyone ever sent you a letter threatening you with a lawsuit?
3: No. No, no. they have not. Um, a cease and desist of any kind? I I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that. I mean, I've gotten some bad reviews here and there. Um, but, uh, as far as threatening me with
1: a lawsuit, I've not gotten that. All right, yeah. I was just checking. What's no, like? uh, no, uh, reason. There's no reason why that popped into my brain. That's figured out uh, that. a random thought. Yeah. Random thought just popped into my, into my brain. Okay. Rick, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Get the hell out of here. Rick from TC pain. Paul trigger time with Rick brought to you by Rick. Uh, Rob in New Jersey is being such a pain in the ass that he was sat down i probably should have done it about half an hour earlier oh my god jesus uh all right thank you to rick as always who's still he's in the chat there he is i see him right now okay Let me help your business. If you want to reach out, Eric at Ericzancho.com, I will tell you how I can market whatever it is you want me to market. It could be a business close to where I am in West Michigan. A high percentage of my audience is in West Michigan, or perhaps you have an internet-based uh, business or a product that's anywhere in the world. Let me put my audience in front of you or what you do. Send me an email, Eric at ericzaneshow and I'll tell you all about it. That's what I've been doing for four years. Everything's a handshake deal. No muss, no fuss, no pressure. It's like I just tell you who's listening and what I can do for you. I try to over I try to underprice and over deliver. That's Those are the tenets of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you to Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. <clears throat> Open enrollment for Obamacare begins November 1. Get in touch with them now. Today. 616-914-4070. So, concerning Obamacare or healthcare.gov. If your employer does not offer insurance to people like you (coughs) or you um, own your own business and, you know, maybe you're a small business and you want to be insured with health care for you and your family or perhaps maybe something weird just happened at work (coughs) and you're being um, eliminated from the team at work. They don't want you around other employees no one wants to work in the same room with you because um you beat chicks this is all hypothetical and not like it's all a legend it could be anybody it could be any old joe you are going to need insurance reach out to Frank Fuss at 616-914-4070 uh, that last one, again, is all fictitious and not an actual real scenario to anyone living or dead and purely coincidental if anything like that is actually happening, like, really right now, you know? 616-914-4070, Frank Fuss, and, you know, when he does this for you, it's free. It, he doesn't charge you anything, Okay. He makes his money from the insurance companies. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan Social Security guru. A licensed insurance agent slash broker, Frank Fuss, 616-914-4070. I see Joe Martinez. He writes, easy process. I know what he's talking about because Frank reached out to me this week Joe did all of this shit that I'm talking about right now. Okay. And he took advantage of Frank's services and they have hit it off. Kabooby 69 writes dumpster fire going on currently on Freebird and outwings are come on. I'm actually sympathetic. Free beer had to leave mid show. The girl, he writes the girl Kelly and hot wings are running the sinking ship. Now, come on now. Give him a break for God's sake. Give him a break. Yes. Joe and Frank sponsor on sponsor crime happened. All right. um, Where the fuck was it? I don't even know where I am. What was I talking about? Oh, Frank Fuss. Okay, call Frank. There you go. Um, TC Paintball, we heard from Rick, looking forward to the next event. We're going to have some major giveaways at the next Paintball War. We're giving away a set of professional cornhole boards. One of the boards says TC Paintball. The other board is my logo with me, young, bent over with where my asshole is, is the cornhole opening. Um, these boards are valued about $300. Um, someone is going to win the boards and I'm in the process of reaching out to all the other sponsors to come up with a Eric Zane show podcast sponsor prize pack, which would include like, you know, tickets to comedy or whatever. I gotta, I actually have to ask. I probably shouldn't say specifics yet because I haven't said anything to any of my sponsors, but that's what we're going to do. We're trying to take the paintball event. And put it on its ear because we've been doing the same thing for you know four years now. We want to actually um, you know uh, kick it in the ass and make it like oh okay well maybe I sh- I've never gone before I'd I'd like to go uh, maybe I could win the paintball or the uh, uh, cornhole boards or have a chance at that big prize pack that's going to give me all these uh, uh, fun prizes. So that's coming up. We haven't yet set a date on it, but that that is how we're going to do it. I talked with Rick about that because. Um, you know, we had a, a, our lowest participation in the last one and uh, 12 people. And so we really want to get back to 30 people. Okay. Uh, But because for whatever reason, and the thing is they're, they're not all uh, pissed off former Zaniacs. Honestly, the only former Zaniacs who won't commit and won't go are the Schaefer's. And I think it's the Schaefer's don't want to go because um the go bus quit going from cedar springs to grand rapids it isn't because they don't want to play but um they take public transportation everywhere so the go bus doesn't go from cedar springs to grand rapids so that's why they're out and then adam the odd that guy's a fucking flake fuck him he's not in and then who else uh Boy, yeah, I think that's it. So it isn't them. It's just for one reason or another, we've been having a hard time getting people to show up. All right. So TC Paintball, book a party, tcpaintballgr.com. And of course, love, love the uh, uh, youth league that they have. Stevie says, wait, last week you told me to tell Adam hello. Now he's a flake, LOL. Well, he is a flake. But hey, hello to the flake. Yes, absolutely. I thought about that when I said it. No, that's true. That's true. He is definitely flaky. You cannot argue with that. There's some high-level flake going on there. Nice guy, but fuck it. I don't need that flakiness. All right. That's enough insults about former members of the uh, audience. Uh, thank you to TC Paintball. Full House Comedy next week. Michael Rapaport in town. Week after that, Kevin Nealon in town. Tickets, FullHouseComedy.com. All right. Thank you to Linda for sending this story. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, wait, what is going on here? How can this be? Uh, Family of uh, a dad, family, uh, a father of six some time ago donated a kidney and now he needs a kidney and he has to look for a donor and i'm like wait a minute how is this jesus
0: and married and father of six is looking for a miracle
5: they donating a kidney to his sister more than a decade ago joe schmidt now needs a new kidney of his own Shh. only on action 2 news emily metesic has his family's plea
2: for hours each and every night, Joe Schmidt is hooked up to machines helping to keep him alive.
5: There's these, uh... now,
1: I, look, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Because when I gave a kidney, you get like a free kidney card. So to encourage donation, you're at the top of the list. So I'm not sure what this guy did wrong.
4: That are better than others. Lately, it's been, I haven't felt as good as I have in the past but that's i mean my i have zero kidney function now oh. so everything is dependent on the dialysis
2: the 38 year old married father of six learned about 18 months ago that his only kidney was failing
4: in 2020 i went in for high blood pressure they told me They did some tests and said I'm stage four kidney failure.
2: Like his sister, who he donated a kidney to back in 2008, Schmidt has a rare and genetic form of chronic kidney disease. It's something doctors have only recently discovered.
4: When I donated my sister, I was 21, 22, and They did all the testing, I was healthy, they didn't know about this autoimmune one.
2: With zero function of his only kidney, Schmidt was recently added to the transplant list through the Mayo Clinic. His ideal donor would be a healthy man or woman with O negative blood type, the same as Schmidt's. It's a search that's proving to be a challenge. There's somebody out there somewhere, we don't know who they are, but somebody out there is gonna save my kid's dad's life. So that's, I know they're out there, it's just finding that person. The family has taken to social media.
4: Can you save my daddy?
2: And they're sharing his story publicly.
4: Can you please save my daddy?
2: In hopes someone will volunteer to
1: be Schmidt's donor. It's good to get back to normal life. I like using the kids. That's a good maneuver. You got you gotta do that. Put the kids on there.
4: Be able to do stuff. Do everything.
2: Because he has so much to live for. He can't live forever like this, so. A kidney would literally
4: save his his life.
2: If you're interested in donating a kidney to Joe Schmidt, you can visit our website at WBAY.com. Reporting in Pulaski, Emily Matestic, Action 2 News.
1: Okay, so today, list of things to do. Uh, Check in with the donor program, uh, people that I talk to, and uh, make sure no one was pulling my dick when it comes to the future. OK, because, hey, I was told it was like this. Dr. Grish comes walking up to me and he says to me, Eric. Yes, doc. Are you sure you want to do this? They got a video camera on me making sure recording everything. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. I need to inform you that upon giving your uh, kidney away, you are now at uh, if anything ever happens to your one good kidney, you're at the uh, tip top of the list. And, uh, you also, you also get a free, you get free kidney cards so that if someone I love needs a kidney, I can go, he gets a kidney. He get she gets a kidney. I go, Oh, that's great, doc. Yeah. Sign me up. Are you sure? Yes. I sign my name on the line. They put the medicine in me and I go to La La Land. I wake up one less kidney and a, and a catheter in my ding dong. Uh, who, so now I'm like, well, boy, I hear this. So I am, I am actually today going to follow up with a question about that. And, uh, knowing my luck, it'll be like, what, who told you that? (laughs) No, fuck. Um, yeah. So that's why it's so important. So, uh, yeah. If you do donate a kidney, the, the two things that will fuck up the one kidney the quickest. Diabetes and high blood pressure. So. Aram says, Eric, you should have received a document promising that. You're right. I I don't remember ever getting one. I'm going to have to uh Investigate. Chris says that that sounds like BS. He lied to your ears. Okay. I will. I will actually do that. I will run out that ground ball and uh, make sure that I'm good to go. Otherwise, I'll be saying, can someone give me a kidney? The thing is, though, I guarantee you I'll get a kidney. If I ever needed one, all I'd have to do is say, all right, which one of you lucky people is giving me a kidney? Okay. Uh, all right rob i'm not reading any of your comments you have have ruined um your you have abused your comment uh privileges today and that's normally that's a kenny thing but you are the guy that did that today how does that feel uh all right I'm guessing that this there's just something that's amiss here. I because if that's the case, if this story goes viral, no one's going to ever donate a kidney. So I, I firmly believe that there's just something going on that he's that something weird has happened. Okay, Katy Perry, who is just as pretty as a picture, uh, picture is even though she dresses in weird shit in her uh, in her stage clothes. I guess her eye broke. Did you see this video? All right, it's going around. Audio check, video check. Her eye uh, started behaving like a doll, you know, like a, a baby doll. And I'm clicking on it. It's not working. Okay, now that's annoying. Look at that. Look at what her eye was doing. And now everybody is starting to freak out that she had like a stroke or something like Pause. that. When
4: you see new 2023 play
1: She can't, she can't fix it. She keeps, she has to like make it go up. Okay. What the hell is going on there? That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
4: Replay
0: date. Pause.
1: Okay, that's just weird. Jesus. The right eye. First of all, if I close my right eye, the other one kind of like half squints. I'm not a very good winker, you know, like that. But she, it, it, it just totally, it just totally closes. Shut up. It totally closes and stays closed and the other one stays open. Uh, Katy Perry addresses concerns about her eye glitching during a performance. Fans are worried that they saw Katy Perry's eye glitching during a recent Las Vegas performance. Singer soon addressed a concern, taking to Instagram to share a clip of her set and her apparent facial malfunction. Uh, she says, Welcome to all my hashtag flat earthers, has, uh, hashtag. Space is fakers, hashtag birds aren't reelers. To come see my broken doll eye party trick in real life in Vegas next year. She captioned the video using the moment to reveal she had added fourteen shows to her Las Vegas residency and that fans can catch her there next year. She didn't really say what happened. The show's set list is a fun roller coaster through memory lane, going all the way back to 2008, a time when we weren't all frozen by the paranoia of our own echo chambers. Uh, she's aiming that one at Jamingo. This show is a nonstop party about finding unconditional love, and strangely for me, not political at all. Heck, I pour beer out of my tits. She says, "That's a party trick too. I don't actually lack lactate hops, silly goose." On Tuesday, she celebrated her 38th birth uh, birthday. Showing a picture of her her and her husband, Orlando Bloom's hand with a three-year-old. Well, she's still not explaining what the fuck happened to her eye. That is weird. Oh my God. Oh, man. I don't know how much more I can take here. Um, one of these dogs is just crushing it on the farts. Ooh. Ooh yikes all right someone has the day off today of course easiest job in america teaching hello uh hello is this pooh bear
4: <laughs> it is
1: okay hang on my thing's not working all right um yeah you're uh here at home today yes
4: yeah, yeah.
1: oh why do you have a day off
4: uh records day or some nonsense
1: what does that mean records day
4: I don't know. They have, just they just say
1: you have the day off. I say okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been very very ill lately. You know it's going around. All of America is sick. No, they're calling I'm much it much better than I was though. There's like a RSV or something like that, or and then um, flu, and then they're concerned about flu, RSV, and COVID. Like a they're they're calling it a triple demic. I think that's what they're calling it. It's like a. Uh, a, uh, the thing to say to scare everybody. Oh, yeah.
4: I think it's just a plain old cold. I'm almost over it now though.
1: Aram reminds me that your appearance is brought to us by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Yeah. Um, so if I go there, do I get free stuff? Yeah, I guess, you know, where, where is it? Where do I have to go? Like Gaylord? No Baldwin. Why would it? No. Yeah. Baldwin Ace Hardware is in Baldwin. Oh. Why would it be in Gaylord? I,
4: thought, <laughs> I didn't realize that it was named after. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought Baldwin was just.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was very humbly speaking about my victory in the chili cook-off.
4: Yeah, you did great.
1: Now I want to enter a big contest with like real chefs. I, I want in to go in there and piss all them off and win.
4: Didn't you do that before?
1: Didn't you win like your spaghetti and meatball contest against somebody that was a chef? Many chefs. No, I take it back. It was all workplace people, but I was judged by chefs.
4: Oh, okay. That's what it was.
1: But they said mine was actually a terrific, terrific meatball and sauce. Good. Okay. Um, So I, I even forget why I'm calling you, but since you have the day off and you're such a special soul... I needed, to be, uh, I needed you to grace your appearance on the show, you know? Oh, well, thank
4: you. So, you didn't
1: call for any particular reason? No, no. I did, by the way, thank the audience member who donated to your AT charity for we Disney. I don't know who it is. No, right? don't know who it is. Somebody uh, donated to mine and, uh, and to yours. That is uh, spectacular. And yes, uh, we're yeah, very, very thankful. I, I don't know who that is an anonymous donor, very, very kind, uh, helping fund research for the AT Children's Project. Okay. Yes. So uh, what's. A very,
4: okay. a very uh, important cause.
1: Uh, what is, uh, what is, what are you doing this weekend? You got anything with the girlfriends or is this. Uh... No, I don't
4: have anything with the girlfriends. I was thinking of having a, um, well, with you and with Jackie and Justin and Kevi, um I was thinking of having a Michigan, Michigan state party.
1: Okay. Because Mich- game is tomorrow night. But it's, yeah, it's at nighttime, but you know, Kevy goes to bed early.
4: He does. Yes, that's true. You, know,
1: you never know. I doubt he'd stay up late. Only if you told him to. <laughs> I don't right. know if I want to stay up late and watch that shit. It's Saturday. Yes, you are. That's a perfect opportunity to be in bed by 9 p.m. Oh, my
4: God.
1: I think I yeah, had a boy. sex dream last night.
4: Oh, that's nice.
1: But I don't recall the specifics.
4: Well, then I, it must not have been
1: too exciting. No, I remember waking up being aroused. Okay, I gotta go. But I don't recall what was going on. Hmm. Have you ever had a dream where you were with someone of the same sex? Um, no. I have. I've had that dream. It's very strange.
4: Yeah. And Maybe I, that's like, what you had last night, and that's why it was kind of just... I don't grand.
1: know. Occasionally, I, it, my, my brain try, starts to convince me when I'm dreaming that I'm gay. Hmm. But I'm not. Um, I mean, I've never kissed a man ever, other than my dad. Hmm. Do you did did you ever kiss your dad? Yeah, no yeah. lips. No, I don't kiss on the lips. I I kiss on the cheek. I still do yeah. that. Yeah,
4: I still kiss your dad too, and I kiss your mom, your uh, Joanne.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's different, guys. You know, it's like yeah. I still think yeah, I'm a little true. gay. Well, it could be. Yeah.
4: I think everybody is at some point.
1: Yeah. 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 Just, you a little, know, a little bit gay. A little, yeah. little bit gay. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that's it. I don't really have anything for you. I just wanted to talk to you.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have anything exciting today. I'm going to go shopping today because Kevin's out of his stofers. So, I got to go do that. Um, tomorrow, I got to go get my nails done. Yeah. Uh, probably some wedding stuff to do because, do you know that it's three weeks from tomorrow?
1: Oh, I know. I know. I gotta. I gotta. I, there's a couple things I gotta do. Yeah, you do. I gotta call the limo people. Make sure everything's good to go.
4: Yeah. Don't forget, you have to get her a gift. That's a thing, you know. What? Like a personal gift of some sort to give on her wedding day. To give her on her wedding. Oh, day. I did.
1: I did. It's uh, called a wedding. No. So are you getting like a a gift from you?
4: I got Justin something. You have to get Jackie something. Like,
1: uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. You don't need to give me examples. I can come up with something, but so. Yeah.
4: Something just like little, something personal, like a little personal gift to give to her on her wedding day.
1: The mother has to get something for the groom and the father has to get something for the bride. Yeah. That's kind of a tradition. It is. Yes. I didn't know that. It's the first time I've ever heard of this shit. Yeah. I and
4: mean, some people might disagree. I mean, I'm sure you'll get some listeners that'll say, No, that's not true, but it is.
1: Yeah, there's one person, Kent, at uh you know Kent. Drop the yeah. E out of you. He says, No, yeah. you don't. Well
4: that's because he's cheap.
1: Oh. That's quite an indictment you say about my pal Kent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. okay jesus
4: i know it's better than it was though i didn't get kicked out last
1: night stevie says this is news to me aram says never heard of that cole says never heard of that uh rob says tradition in what country oh
4: my god
1: okay i gotta go kent says buy her a gift from amanda that's horrible (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh lord all right <laughs> okay
1: um have a good one i you love too. you i'll talk to you soon okay bye are you, are
4: you gonna be done soon because I, I really
1: need a, a cinnamon bagel oh you want me to make a cinnamon bagel for you yeah. okay yeah I'll, I'll be done in uh just a handful of minutes We wrap okay, this shit sit. up and to right, a busy week Perfect. Okay.
4: All righty.
1: All righty. I see ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. There she goes. Gotta get her a gift. What the fuck are you talking about? What the hell can I do? What am I What am I gonna do now? What in the world can I get her? Does anyone have any uh, thoughts that aren't things like lingerie and dildos? I want you to know that when you say that. Those things, it just it it hurts me. It it it's very upsetting to me. Uh, yes, the Sla- Eric Zane Show podcast slaughter the Turks, Armenian cinnamon bagel, Kent adds birth control. Now shut up. a nice necklace with a small stone of some kind yeah i would get her not birth control because i want to be a grandpa quickly several times over cater the wedding chili aha i'm going to i'm going to ban rob again for 10 minutes god what what has gotten into you What the fuck is your problem today? Call of Duty, sex wedge pillow ban. All right. I am now committing to full-on bans. And I'm even going back. Kent gets one for the birth control crack. Uh, Who else is going to get one? Uh, Let's see. Chris, lingerie, you're getting one. All right. The kid gloves are off, you motherfuckers. Watch it. The hammer is out. (sighs) Hire me on Cameo, Cameo.com, slash Eric Zane. Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid really uh, helped us out in a pinch this week. My God, you know, that expertise of, uh, calling Jim up and saying, Jim, uh, we fixed your car. Oh really? What was it? Well, we put gas in it, (laughs) What? but the rear brakes were destroyed. Thank God that that happened because if they drove that any longer on those back brakes, Back brakes. That would have been a problem. Thank you, Irvines. That's E R Vines. Er, Irvines.com, Irvines Auto Repair, uh, and um, Grand Rapids. Jesus. Irvines Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. That's what they're called. Uh, reach out to them if you are in West Michigan. They will get your car up and running. They have a free loaner car program. You know, uh, drop it off. Key drop, drop, you know, just drop it out. Here you go. Take my, key. fix my car. And then, uh, all right. Hey, we got your car fixed. You call them up say, here's my credit card. Okay, I'll pick it up at 8 p.m. All right. Uh, your car is going to be right out front and the key's in the lockbox. You put the code in, you get your key, you just get in and you drive away. It's perfect. The best. That's one of many ways you can do business with them. But that one of the ones that I'm partial to. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Um, my God. Installing the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. 616-516-8579. The best. And uh, don't forget, you can. there's still plenty of time to get your... Um, well, I shouldn't say plenty of time. I mean, heat's going on every day. Uh, but you need that thing serviced. The uh, furnace tuned up, clean, ready to go. Make sure it's running efficiently. That's going to save you money because what it does to burn the fuel to heat your home, you want that running at peak efficiency. And if it hasn't been serviced, it's not. That costs you money. It also makes it harder to fix and makes repairs more frequent and means your furnace is going to be needing to be replaced, you know, in a shorter amount of time than it should if you did take care of it appropriately uh, appropriately with yearly maintenance. I'm right on all these things. I know that, not because I know anything about HVAC, but this is what Joe taught me. 616-516-8579. The number one, number one HVAC specialist in all of Michigan as voted on by HVAC Monthly. Congrats on the award that just came out for A&E Heating and Cooling. Finally, batting last in the lineup today is Kent County Health Department. Oh, Jesus. You can tell I'm tired. Kent County Health Department reminding you that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. All right? If you are a victim of abuse... There are options for you through the Kent County Health Department. AccessKent.com/health. Of course, there's plenty of information about the WIC program, immunizations for the little ones, and personal health services. Side note. If you have not yet gotten the bivalent COVID vaccine, which helps protect you and keep you from experiencing serious illness when it comes to old run-of-the-mill COVID or Omicron COVID, you should reach out to your healthcare provider and get that done. And you can get that shot at the same time that you get your flu shot. Very, very important. All the information you need about what I've talked about is at accesskent.com slash health. Okay, I've got uh, one more thing i got to share with you. This one is just fucking insane. Okay. And it might take me a second to get it. Chris D sent me a lot of... um. Interesting things to talk about. He sent me the Dan Orlovsky Twitter exchange, and he also sent me this. Now, this is rough. There is a pastor in Texas by the name of Jonathan Shelley, and he is described as a Christian hate preacher. This is going to make your blood boil. Okay? This is uh, one of these people who's hijacked Christianity to make it about hate. And it's really fucking gross. But it's interesting as hell to think that these people actually exist in the world. He's got like a wife and like five or six kids. And he's this is a uh uh the denomination, I guess, is uh Baptist. I don't know what and that and this might even be an offshoot of baptist there's a story from two days ago about this guy jonathan shelley hate preacher says gay men's intestines fall out and compares anal sex to indian food he really hates jews and he really hates gay people i'm not even kidding Flutie underscore flakes one writes, damn, look at that giant nose. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's allowed me to stay married for a long time for some reason. Hate preacher Jonathan Shelley has attacked LGBTQ plus people again, making wild claims about gay men's intestines and anal sex and saying he rather says eat, eat, but it's eat, vomit, than be gay. Shelly of the Steadfast Baptist Church in Watauga, Texas, delivered a sermon that has since been removed from YouTube asking why is someone a homosexual? In the video, Shelly said, what men do with men is defiling their body, hurting their body. They're hurting each other. Okay, well, you know, I've heard religious people say that before. Now, in the actual uh, uh, piece that, it's being referred to. I'm actually going to play it, and it. this is rough. This is really, really ugly. Okay. Audio check, video check. I'm playing this more for the shock value, how crazy it is to think that someone actually is this fucked
5: up. We need to be warned of this this serpent seed of the seed of the devil. These Jews that are out there because they want to destroy everything that's holy and everything that's righteous. And in our culture, it is not acceptable to say anything negative about them. The ho- haven't you heard about the Holocaust? Back- okay,
1: I would say in our culture, it's it's uh, pretty much you shouldn't say any you shouldn't. St- it's generally frowned upon to say anything negative about anyone we still do it to some degree but uh, all right
5: about them the whole haven't you heard about the holocaust pastor Shelley? yeah why do i care oh
1: you can hear a guy in the background going
5: yeah i mean if if, if someone walks into a homo bar and shoots, them all, shoots a bunch of homos and kills all of them, you know how many tears I shed for that? Zero.
1: This is a real person. At one point, and he doesn't look that old, not that long ago, this was a nice individual who was sweet. What happened to you to make you so fucked up?
5: And you know what, people that worship the devil, I don't care how many of them die, I don't care. You say, well, Adolf Hitler is evil. Ah, absolutely, that guy was. You, you can't
1: have subject matter like this and act like you're trying to, um, you know, have a TED talk.
5: Full of the devil. Okay, that guy was an antichrist figure. Absolutely. But you know what? If antichrist kills another antichrist, I don't cry even one second. Well, did it kill six million? I doubt it. Only if we were lucky. Oh no! What the fuck? Said this, Uh, this
1: is terrible. This, this actually hurts my heart to think that someone is this fucking vile.
5: Dermot is not nice. It's not.
1: This guy has to have an incredible security detail because he's going to die. Someone's going to kill this guy.
5: How many losses can I get? I don't know, but let me tell you something. If you're going to be like Jesus, you have to do something. You have to preach against the Jews and it's not popular. No one likes it. You're gonna get a lot of heat for it, but you know what? I'd rather preach the truth on this issue and get all the heat for it than to be a coward and try to worship the Jew, like most
1: Baptists. Jesus.
5: We will not worship that that Jew. And we need to be the loudest voice out here explaining how the Jews are wicked, evil, satanic people that hate the Lord Jesus Christ. I am not Judeo-Christian. Our country should not be Judeo-Christian. Texas should not support these wicked people.
1: You know, when you deal with something like this, that much hate, this is proof positive that we live in an amazing country where you can say something like this with really no rhyme or recourse against you for saying something like that. I mean, that's one of the most vile things outside of like the book Mein Kampf that I've ever been introduced to. Well, I haven't even read that book, but you know what I mean? The things that Hitler said in that book were absolutely ridiculous and heinous. But I mean, that is, that is some crazy, crazy fucking shit. My God. What the fuck? Fuck. Oh Jesus! And those poor kids of his—he's got all sorts of little kids. That you know, he's brainwashing, and they're going to be just as fucked up as he is. Holy fuck! That is sickening, man. This is one of those things I've talked about before—the whole, um, uh, you know, depending on how religious you are. I mean, I—I'm—I I, mean, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I really do. But I also believe that he's up in heaven, and I know some of you. When I say that, you're like, "Oh God, here he goes again. He's talking about his fucking fairy tale." I, I get it. I, I mean, I know. Not everybody's like that. I mean, Kyle Ryan, my good pal Kyle. You know, he's like, "You're what are you talking about?" Kyle's like, "You know, you got to say no, God, and you got a dick. It, you got to get a dick in your ass. That's what you got to do." And I'm like, Kyle, I support your anti-God and your and the dick in your ass. I am in all support of those things. And if something comes up where you end up going to heaven, and God says, hey, Kyle, look, I told you I was here and you didn't listen to me, did you? Kyle's going to say, yeah, you were right. He's not an idiot. If Kyle dies... And then goes to heaven, which he probably will. He's a great guy. God's gonna say, "All right, man. Before I let you in here, I don't care about the dick in your ass thing. First of all, whatever. But we got to talk about how you didn't believe me. Do you believe me niall And Kyle's gonna go, "Well, yeah. I, fuck yes. I, 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 I stand corrected. I stand corrected." And he's gonna say, "All right, no problem. Get in there and and." Get after the dick. That's what you got to do. Kyle's going to march in there, and he's going to have a great time. You know? He's a brilliant individual. Okay? Uh, I believe that God is up in heaven, and he's like, how the fuck did that guy take my name and ruin everything with his stupid rhetoric like this? This is why every so often I destroy this place. It isn't because so-and-so's got a penis in his rectum. It isn't because of murder and touching kids and beating up women. No, no, no. It's because of assholes like this. And if we get enough of these assholes, he's going to wipe it out again. Thanks, dick holy shit fuck me all right uh yesterday's asshole of the day was uh, the villagers who washed the dirty dude in iran causing his death the asshole of the day is brought to you by tc paintball rob is like trying to get asshole of the day just shut up going to win anything. And why weren't you on the Ben and Eric show podcast yesterday, uh, uh, loading your truck and boring us with stupid stories? Hey Rob, what's your final word? All right. Let me start from the beginning. Famous last words. Oh no. Shit. Okay. uh, What the hell did I talk about today? I talked about Trevor trying to pick a fight with poor Freebeer. Jesus Christ. Chili domination. Who are these Zanes? Rick from TC Paintball. Uh, Katy Perry's eye. Radio DJ dies while on the job. Oh, come on now it has to be the guy we just focused on john shelley pastor john shelley is the asshole of the day congratulations someone's gonna kill you folks that is my time thank you so much for being part of the Eric intro podcast i have the patreon bonus coming up a little later on I'm going to publish the Lost Saint Recordings. And tomorrow I will be dropping on Patreon another edition of Who Are These Saints? Okay, that's it for me. Have a good one. Until next time, bye-bye.